podcast. I am your host, Cosmic Waters. May my words inspire you and remind you to remain true to you as you walk authentically in your truth, dripping self-love and unapologetically choosing So it's been like a good month since y'all have heard from me. (laughs) I am back, y'all. I am back. You know, life is beautiful. And I honor the creativity when it comes. I honor rest when it demands for me to listen to its presence in my body. I honor giving my mind a break. You know? I honor whichever energy, emotion, feeling presents itself and wants to be seen and heard and felt. And for a month, I pondered in the back of my mind, like, hmm, what is calling for me to talk about on my podcast? And I had some ideas, but nothing really jumped at me. The passion wasn't there for it. And when I come record, it has to be with passion, (laughs) y'all. So I let it sit for a little while. I let it marinate. And I'm back, y'all. And what I'm about to talk about, I'm definitely passionate about. Because when I saw this, oof, the inspiration I got from it. And immediately I knew, like, yes, this needs to be heard on taste my naked truths so welcome back i love y'all thank you to all of you that are gonna tune into this that still rocking out with me even after i've been missing for like a month i'm just letting y'all know i'm alive i am well i am thriving i am divinely (laughs) delicious and cosmic cosmically orgasmic Indeed. (laughs) All right, so let's dive into this topic. Okay, so I saw a meme, right? You know, scrolling these social media streets, and I saw this meme. And on it, it said that I love you hit different when they prove it. Let me read that again. That I love you. It's different when they prove it. Now, y'all, I saw this and immediately wanted to play devil's advocate. Because I'm like, hmm, which angle is this coming from, right? Because the way I look at it is this meme is drenched in a perspective of trauma and trust issues, right? Prove your love to me. (laughs) Kind of energy. So I just want to share with y'all this beautifully uh, mm, well thought out post that I created earlier on the Book of Faces. 
So grab your snacks, get you some water, maybe a glass of wine, you know, and tap in with me as I take y'all through this journey. Fair warning, (laughs) this may trigger you. It may, and that's quite all right. Hmm. Ask yourself why it triggers you and keep it moving, right? Don't let this ruin your day. This is just my perspective on this beautiful meme that I saw. And the way that I now view love and relationships or connections, right? (laughs) So, here are my words and perspective on mm, those who may feel like they need someone to prove their love to them. Here we go. So it starts off like, ooh. So I want to play devil's advocate with this here. Does a person truly have to prove their love to you? What does proving one's love even look like? What does that look like, y'all? Just think about that. Right? Think about that. If you go apply for a job that you know you are more than well qualified for, and they say to you, I don't believe you, prove it. (laughs) Are you going to stand up in this interview and prove yourself to these people? Or are you going to let your resume do the talking? It's all there. It's laid out. You're well presented. You've shown up ready to play the part and the role. And all that they need to see is on this piece of paper. All that they need to hear is coming out of your mouth. Right? And so they disregard all your credentials on that paper. They disregard how your energy is showing up. They disregard how you have shown up. They disregard everything that has come out of your mouth. I don't believe you. Prove it. <laughs> In that moment, what you gonna do? You gonna try to plead your case? Make them see your worth? Hmm? Try to convince them to hire you? Beg for that position? Because you know what you're doing already? You are lowering yourself to try to convince somebody to hire you. Try to convince somebody that you belong in that role. But if they could see your worth, they wouldn't need you to prove yourself. They would listen. They would hear. They would feel. They would tap into your energy, the vibrations of your words. They would look at that paper and your credentials and go, "Mm, you are a perfect fit for this company or this position. I would love to hire you. Please tell me more. How can we work together to achieve a greater goal, right? And so when that skepticism kicks in, (laughs) that's already saying, I don't trust you. I don't think that you are good enough. I don't think that you are the one I'm looking for to fill this position. Just keep that in mind, y'all. Let me continue back to what I wrote. What does... Proving oneself even look like. If you require someone to prove 
their love to you? I like to know why. Do you have trust issues deep within? Are you moving into love from a place of hurt? Bringing the past into a new situation, and so now you demand someone prove to you that they can love you. (laughs) That they won't hurt you like the last person did. So now, you're automatically bleeding on this new person. You already don't trust them to love you. I know we've all been bled on by a couple of people before in our lives. Hell, and I know we've all bled on people. We've all been the toxic person (laughs) to somebody. We've all played that role. And if you say you haven't, you're motherfucking lying to yourself because you may not have realized it. But we've all played the villain in somebody's story. We've all been the fucked up person. We've all been the toxic person. Okay? Moving on. Is needing love to be proved to you also indicating that your inner child is crying out for that person to meet those unmet needs from your childhood? Mm. Damn, that may have hit deep for some of y'all. You know, those needs that you never got met, that love that you never received, that nurturing that you never received, you know, How your people didn't show up for you. How your voice may have never been heard. Maybe you never felt seen. Maybe you never felt loved. And so your inner child is still holding on to that. And it is screaming, somebody love me. Somebody nurture me. Somebody see me. Somebody want me. Somebody need me, please. And so this is how you go into relationships, situationships, connections, friendships, throwing a tantrum as a grown-ass adult, but it's really your inner child speaking. Hmm? So are you asking for your partner to be the mother or father you never had, or should I say wish that you had? Are you asking them to show up and parent you in ways that your caregivers didn't or couldn't? And If you are, have you even attempted to do that for yourself? Hmm? Have you? I often find that we ask others to do for us what we don't even do for ourselves. We ask them to give us that which we aren't giving ourselves. Mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, right? If you are demanding that somebody loves you, hmm? Can you look at yourself and say that you love yourself? Huh? If you are demanding somebody nurtures you, do you nurture yourself? Hmm? If you are demanding that somebody take care of you, do you take care of yourself? That what you ask from others, do you give it to yourself? Do you treat yourself in the way that you demand others treat you? Do you have that same self-respect for yourself? Do you? Because you demand respect. Oh, you gonna respect me because what we ain't gonna do. <laughs> but do you tell yourself that same shit? <laughs> when you out here day after day fucking yourself over? <laughs> that same disrespectful ass shit that you stand up for or put your foot down, I should say. Create them boundaries between other people. 
What about you to you? Huh? What do you say to yourself when you out here disrespecting self? You want somebody to honor you and worship you as a god or goddess. Do you even see yourself in that energy? Do you see your worth? The worth that you are expecting somebody else to see, do you see it? Do you honor yourself? Hmm? Do you see your sacredness? Do you see and understand your power? Because you want everybody else to see and understand it. But do you see and understand it? Because at the end of the day, that is what matters most. Because if you can't see it, baby, if you can't see it, you are not going to walk in that energy. And if you can't see it, how the fuck do you expect somebody else to see it and honor it when you don't show up in that energy yourself? Hmm? You are walking around drenched in low self-esteem and low confidence. Can't even see the beauty within yourself. And get mad when somebody else don't see it. Or when you run into those reflections, those mirrors in your life that is trying to get you to see how you treat yourself and how you show up for yourself or how you don't show up for yourself. How you've been abandoning the fuck out of yourself. And you meet this person and they trigger the fuck out of you. (laughs) And you need them to because you need to see how you have abandoned yourself. How you treat yourself like shit. You need to see that. And sometimes it takes another person to show up and show out and show you you. But you run from them. Hmm. Or you point blame at them. Right? And all they're trying to get you to do is see you. Let's move on. So at this point, you're denying yourself of the very thing you're asking someone else to give you and then get mad when they don't. Not realizing that you're the first person to abandon you and they're simply mirroring that back to you through the connection. Are you even receptive to someone loving you? I'm going to ask that question again. Because there's a lot of us out here that's wanting to be loved, desiring love, looking for love, right? All that good shit. (laughs) But not even open to it. Not even willing to receive love. I mean, heart closed off, cold, like Amarion used to say. Got an icebox where my heart used to be. I'm so cold, I'm so cold, I'm so cold. Yeah. You want somebody to love you. Mm, Let me continue. Oftentimes, people can genuinely love you, yet that person isn't open to receiving. And then if it's not the idea of love they have painted in their mind, they seem to feel as if that love isn't quote-unquote good enough. And it becomes, "Mm, you're not loving me right. Are they not? Or is the way you view their love not in alignment with your definition of what love is or what you'd like it to be? Or is it outside of the way love was modeled for you? And so anything that looks or feels different than that is automatically deemed as wrong. And now that person who is attempting to love you becomes the villain. When in reality, your mind and your baggage are your true enemies. Y'all, I'm going to need y'all to let that sink in, right? So are you out here asking for love, but you're not open to receiving it, right? 
Have people tried to come in and love you, but you wouldn't allow them to? Or you looked at their love as something that was wrong because it wasn't the way in which you saw love, the way in which you defined love. So in your eyes, it wasn't right. Is the way that you view love stopping you from receiving the love that you truly deserve? I spoke about this before in a previous episode. The way that love is modeled for us could really have us out here fucked up in these streets, right? Because if you saw love growing up as pain and suffering and struggle, bullshit and toxicity, emotionally unavailable, or maybe codependency, (laughs) If you associate all that with love and somebody tries to come in and love you from a healed place, that healthy, nourishing love, you're going to reject the fuck out that love because it's foreign to you. Like, what is this? This ain't love. Oh, baby, but it is. It's just not the quote unquote love that you're used to seeing or feeling or receiving. And so you reject it. Yet it's the very love that you are asking for, but you can't fucking receive it. And so they're loving you the wrong way. Because it's not the way that you think you need to be loved or you want to be loved. And so you reject it. And it keeps you in the same fucked up ass cycle when it comes to love and relationships. Because you pushed away (laughs) authentic, genuine, healing, healthy ass love. Your mind and your baggage are your true enemies. The enemy is the inner me right so all the enemies that are within you are enemies that show themselves on the outside as other people (laughs) they play the role of your enemies and now they become your enemy Hmm. that sounded like a mindfuck i know but let it sink in you may have to rewind and listen again but that's okay moving on So then, is the love that you seek on a deeper level simply a reflection of the lack of love for self within, that you're searching for someone else to fill? And when they can't fill those voids that you won't fill and fill, right? Two versions of fill there, F-E-E-L and (laughs) F-I-L-L, inside of you, their way of loving becomes the issue if love just is and no conditions are placed upon it then why does someone have to prove their love to you is that not a condition and that being said if you have a way in which you desire to be loved is love truly without conditions think about that really think about it i mean it sounds good we throw around this idea of unconditional love Yet everyone is screaming, love me this way, or giving some wild ultimatums or compromises or sacrifices for their significant other to live up to, to even request that someone loves you unconditionally is indeed a condition set on the way in which you desire to be loved. Is it not? Is it not? Think about it. Think about it. Telling someone to prove their love or even prove themselves already screams, I have trust issues. And now you're looking to that other person to soothe 
your insecurities when that isn't their responsibility. I'm going to say that again. It is not another person's responsibility to soothe your insecurities. It is not. Whatever you are insecure about is on you to heal, to work on within. It literally has the word in before the word secure. Secure yourself from within. It does not say go find somebody else (laughs) to make you feel secure because you can't find that sense of security within yourself. And all your insecurities are yelling loudly. And you need somebody to blame. You need somebody else to hold accountable for your bullshit because you won't hold yourself accountable for the healing that you won't fucking do. And so you walk around with these bags of just trauma, pain, hurt, grief, sadness, past experiences, all that bullshit that we as a collective like to carry. And yes, I said we because I'm not exempt from this. I done been through all that shit. <laughs> I done been through the mindset of prove your love to me. Prove that I can trust you. Been there, done that. Won't ever go back to that shit again. Right? And so, understand that it is not somebody else's responsibility or obligation or duty to heal you or fix or soothe your insecurities. It is not. Moving on. You can tell a lot by observing others, by listening. People will show you who they are. All you have to do is pay attention Be the observer without the rose-colored glasses on. Now pay attention here because I'm going to come back to this observer part at the end, right? Be the observer. Observe people. Pay attention to what they say and what they don't say. How they move, how their body speaks, to their energy. Pay attention to all of that. All of it. But be the observer from a place of... mm, having clear sight and you don't have on those rose colored glasses okay because there's a lot that a person can tell you and if you're paying attention I promise it'll stop you from putting your own self in these fucked up situations with these people that are not ready to be in a relationship or receive love from you or whatever the case may be So remember that part about being the observer. Everyone is going to love differently. No love hits the same. Allow people to show up and love you from the place that they can. And in doing so, you'll see the level of self-love they have. The way in which they love themselves will show you how they're able to love you and the depths in which they're able to do so. Let's break that down before I continue. Right? So, not everyone even views the word love the same. Everyone has their own perspective of what love is. For some, it's steeped in traumas. For others, they view love from a more healed place. It just depends on who you're dealing with, right? And where they are on their journey. So, no judgment. We all show up differently. And I respect everybody where they are. However, if 
you know that this person has not yet come to a place of loving themselves, then you know for a fact that they're not going to be able to love you on that deeper level of what you desire or require. You know for a fact that they can't tap into that deepness of self-love within, they're not going to be able to go there with you. And so how can you command or demand or want or desire that from someone that can't give that to themselves? You're playing yourself. You're setting yourself up to be hurt. You are literally breaking your own heart in that moment by pursuing or proceeding to be in something intimate or a relationship or a connection with said person knowing that they don't love themselves or they don't even allow someone to love them, right? Or their level of self-love is may not be as deep as yours is and that's okay like I said no judgment but it's being aware of this understanding this meeting that person where they are and knowing that that person may not be able to meet you where you are right when you know better you do better when you observe you make wise decisions right it's no impulsive shit (laughs) okay so moving on the way in which they love themselves will show you how they're able to love you and the depths in which they're able to do so and then you can make wise decisions from that on how you move with this person and you'll have a better understanding on if pursuing a relationship with that person is truly in a place of alignment and compatibility with you and where you are in life. It takes more than just love to be in and maintain a relationship with someone. I want to throw out this word compatibility for a minute because I think a lot of people skip that along this process, right? I, I think that really gets skipped. There are many ways to be compatible with someone, right? A lot of people focus on the sex and then sometimes people even throw that out the way too, like... How can you be some with someone that you're not sexually compatible with? Somewhere along the lines, there's going to be some friction there if you're, y'all are not sexually compatible. Somebody wants sex more. Somebody wants sex less. Maybe they're not as freaky as you. They're not into the shit that you're into, so they're not willing to try new things in the bedroom. Maybe they just want to do missionary all the time, and you want to be out here with whips and chains. Sex is not everything, but sexual compatibility does matter i just had to throw that out there right compatibility matters on a multitude of levels if you are not compatible with someone (laughs) you cannot force that shit you can't force love period you can't force a relationship you can attempt to you're going to create chaos right and i think that's what a lot of people experience they come together with a person and like okay we have some things in common oh they're handsome oh she's beautiful Right. Mm. Let's see if we can make this work. Well, did you pay attention to the red flags? Did you see where they are in life? Do y'all have the same goals, aspirations? Like, what what do they value? Like, are these things thought about before people just get into relationships? Are y'all compatible? (laughs) And it's okay if y'all aren't. You're not going to be compatible with everybody that you cross paths with in this life. And that's okay. And it's understanding that and accepting that. Like, hey, 
mm, we wouldn't really be compatible as lovers. We might be dope-ass friends, maybe business partners, but on some lovey-dovey shit, on some partner shit, mm -mm, it ain't gonna work, you know? And that's okay. Have that acceptance. Have that accountability, you know, to say, this is not gonna go anywhere. And move on. On to the next. You don't have to make something work with every person that you come across, right? Just because it seemed like it would be a good fit. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay. And just understanding where people are in life. And no, everybody is not going to be where you are. And I'm not saying that someone who isn't where you are you know, isn't good enough for you. I'm not saying that at all. We all go through different periods in our lives. What I'm saying is having an understanding and awareness of where you are and where they are. Is that going to clash? Or can it flow smoothly? Are they going to hold you back? Are you going to hold them back? Hmm? Is there space for both parties to grow? Because I think that's important in a relationship. Understanding that the person that you met is not going to be the same person you were with five years from now. And I think people lose sight of that. It's, oh, you changed. You're not the same man that I knew. You're not the same woman that I loved before. Um, Well, I will hope that you give your partner space to grow and change. I would hope that that is, you know... (laughs) presented you know or you know supplied within the relationship because if we're all on this journey and we're all elevating and growing ascending whatever word you want to put there becoming a better person how can you look at your partner that you've been with for five years and be like oh you ain't the same person what i'm not supposed to be aren't we supposed to be growing so if we can't grow in love together and honor that space for each other we don't need to be together period and that's just is what it is so allow your partner and yourself too that space to grow and change and understand that the person you're with may change every fucking year or maybe they change every couple of years whatever it is honor that and honor it within yourself right <laughs> and don't hold the fucking past on to somebody Okay, maybe the first five years of y'all being together, I don't know, maybe they said some wild shit or did some wild shit, whatever the case may be. And now here you are on the fifth year holding against them what they did in the first year, and they a whole different person. Why are you still smearing that shit in their face? (laughs) I'm just curious, y'all. This is some of the shit that I've experienced, I've done to people, I've seen, I've heard, I've witnessed whether in my life or in other people's lives, right? And the picture that society paints, right? The bullshit as relationships that we see, especially in this wild-ass media that people pay attention to. But, you know, the shit that gets glorified as quote-unquote relationship goals, or should I say hashtag relationship goals, and I'm looking like, why the fuck is this relationship goals? And a lot of the shit that we see on social media... (laughs) <laughs> it's only a snippet, if that, right? 
anybody can get in front of the camera and smile and you think they living their best fucking life but behind the scenes you don't truly know what's going on with that couple so be mindful of what you hashtag relationship goes because you don't know what you're speaking or summoning into your life <laughs> that relationship could be abusive as fuck but you see them smiling oh they look like the most happiest couple ever I want this hashtag relationship goes now you out here manifesting abuse behind the scenes <laughs> crazy shit okay let me, let me reel it back in for a second so where was I <laughs> hmm. when you begin to realize that love is all around you that love is shown and expressed in many different ways other than the ways you may be stuck on in your head, you begin to open your heart to the beauty of love and all its flavors, yes. You also begin to realize that the way people love, the way they move, the way they are, may not be compatible in alignment with you, and that's okay. And I know I just said that, but I had to read it because it's a part of my beautiful uh, novel that I wrote on these social media streets, okay? But that's real shit, though, right? There's many different flavors of love. Many different. And it's up to you what you accept in your life, what you allow in your energy, who you allow yourself to partner up with or get in a relationship or connection with, who you give your time and energy to. It's not anybody else's fault when you feel like your time was wasted. You gave them your time willingly. So you wasting your time is honestly on you. Because a lot of the times we ignore the shit that is right in front of our faces. Hoping, wishing, believing that person is going to change. Maybe even trying to force them or convince them to change or be a better person. When the red flag's been there all along. You noticing shit and it's like, ugh, damn. This irritate me. Mm, I hate when they do that. Ugh, this, that, and the third. Right? And you know that this is not in alignment with you. But you still fucking stay. You still try to make it work. Right? And this is in like the dating stage. Before y'all even make shit official. You know, getting to know somebody, courting somebody. Whatever it is that you do. I hope y'all take time to get to know people. Right? Even in that stage, there's something telling you like, nah, this, this ain't it. This ain't the one. But then you still stay and you try to make it work. <laughs> you try to make it into something that is truly not instead of just accepting that it's not and moving the fuck on. Like, it's okay. You don't have to try to make something work. You don't have to stick around and suffer. Like, you don't have to. And I know that picture has been painted, but if it ain't working, it just ain't working. If they not the one, they just not the one. And you have the, the opportunity in the beginning to rectify that shit before... You end up getting in a relationship and now it's 10 years later and it's like, damn, I wasted my time with this person. Well, you chose to. You made that decision. Hmm. So who are you really pointing the fingers at but yourself? So back to the paragraph. You also begin to realize that the way people love, I read this already, but maybe I need to hear it again. The way they move, the way they are may not be compatible or in alignment with you, and that's okay. That's where accepting that particular connection for what it truly is and not what you desire it to be comes into play. 
and you simply allow the love to flow naturally, organically, instead of forcing someone to shift how they love to match yours or the ways in which you need to be loved. Think about that, right? If you gotta force someone, that's that is the ultimate red flag. That is the ultimate walk the fuck away. Because why do you want to force someone to love you? That shit ain't genuine. That ain't genuine. And what's popping in my head right now are love spells, but we ain't even gonna get into that because. <laughs> Get away from the mindset of attempting to force someone to be with you, right? Or love you. You can't force them to do that. You can't change them. You can't. Stop trying. You can't. And I got to say this. For those of you that are out here like, oh, I'm going to put a love spell on this person. They going to love me. Do a love spell for yourself. Do a love ritual for you. Because you obviously lack the love for self within and your love or I should say your self-worth is at a place to where it needs some help it needs to be raised so that you can honor yourself so that you're not out here begging for someone to love you or trying to like I said coerce or convince someone to love you right because I'm telling you if that love for self was up there where it needed to be baby if it was deep you're not about to be doing no shit like that. Not a one. You are going to <laughs> allow people to love you. You're going to go where you are loved and cherished and celebrated. And those that don't fuck with you, those that don't love you, you bid them adieu and you keep it moving. And that's that. I'm just saying. No shade. No shots fired. <laughs> or maybe it is. Shit, somebody needs to hear that shit. Y'all going to be alright though. I warned y'all this may be triggering. Y'all gonna be okay? Now, where was I? You can't force someone to love you. You can't force someone to change how they express their love. You're simply asking them to not be themselves. And keep in mind, everybody is going to express love differently to you. I just want to highlight that. The way that you express and give love is not going to be the same way that your partner your friend you know expresses love it's not gonna be the same everybody shows up differently right and so you can't just be like you have to show me love this way that's not their way of expressing love and that comes with getting to know a person okay how does this person show or express love right and it's tapping into okay now is this compatible with me? <laughs> is this in alignment with me? Is there energy in alignment and compatible with me? Right? Not just accepting like, okay, cool. I know I can change that shit though. I can quote unquote fix them. I can make them love me this way. Mm. Setting yourself up for failure. Breaking your own heart right away. And think about that. That person is literally showing up as themselves. They are being them. And I think that's what we miss out on a lot too. When a person shows you who they are, they are literally being themselves. You either accept it or you don't. But they are showing you them. 
Now, when you refuse to see them or you decide to paint a whole different picture or create some script in your mind of how this person could be, you know, when you fall in love with that potential, that's your fault. That is your problem that you got to go handle now because they showed you and you decided to be oblivious to that and fall in love with the potential that you made in their mind. I mean, in your mind for them. It's insanity. Moving on. (laughs) You have to get right within first. And once you do that, once you can love yourself, your vibration will shift and you will begin to align with people that also show up from a place of being whole. They know that they are whole. They are complete. You know, they're not looking for someone to complete them. They show up in their wholeness, as do you, right? And so that kind of love hits differently. That's a whole different energy. When you show up in your wholeness, when you show up dripping and drenched in your self-love and they show up that same way and y'all come together, there's so much fucking beauty in that. There's so much beauty in that. Knowing that y'all are both this deliciously whole, mm, (laughs) right? And y'all come together and now you sharing your love for self with them. They sharing their love for self with you. It's just fucking beautiful so much beauty in that right so back to what I was saying you will begin to align with people that also show up from a place of being whole they're open to giving and receiving love genuinely they love freely they let people be themselves they don't need anything to be proven because they're already seeing what it is and what it isn't the love just hits different it's not steeped in trauma and insecurities No one's inner child is throwing temper tantrums, you know. (laughs) Love shows up different when people show up as a healed version of themselves. Okay? A person that naturally embodies love, they are love. They exude love. They walk in love. They simply just be (laughs) love. You'll see it. You'll hear it. Feel it on a multitude of levels. It's effortlessly given and expressed. So nothing needs to be proven. However, one must be able to see. Because this person can be right in your face with all this delicious ass love. And if you're not in a place to receive it. And your perspective of love is tainted or tarnished. You're going to side eye the fuck out of the very thing you've been desiring and asking for all along. And I mentioned this earlier. And that's a problem that you have to deal with or rectify within yourself. Not demand someone else do it for you by saying, prove it. You're placing your responsibility of healing on them. And it isn't theirs to carry. Nor can they heal, fix, or change you. Hell, you won't even let them love you. (laughs) And the cycle fucking continues. I'm not proving anything to anyone. And anyone that demands that will get sent right back to themselves to do some inner work. If they aren't open to receiving my love, that's quite all right. I'm not forcing it, nor am I making myself accountable for their healing. 
And I'm damn sure not about to exhaust myself trying to fight through someone's barricades and security systems that they have around their heart that they're currently not willing to deactivate. That within itself lets me know where they stand and they're not in a place to be my lover, which means I'm aware of this and won't hire them to play that position in my life. And that is what I meant by being the observer and making wise decisions. Remember, I told y'all to keep in mind the observer. So if I'm being the observer and I'm meeting somebody I'm getting to know them, we're dating, whatever the case may be, we talking, all that good shit, right? And I'm realizing that they got the barricades up, they got the armor up, they got the guards around their heart, they not letting me in, they're emotionally unavailable, they don't know how to communicate effectively, you know, emotional intelligence is missing, right? All that shit. That tells me that where I am, they are not. And in that moment, I have to make a decision. Is this person compatible and in alignment with where I am in life and what I need or desire in a relationship? No, they're not. Because now I have to lower myself to attempt to fight my way into their barricaded ass heart. I got to fight against their security systems that they are not willing to deactivate. If they're not willing to deactivate it, I'm going to constantly be fighting, trying to make my way in, trying to prove myself, trying to convince them to trust me, right? And this is how arguments come up because then people get jealous. The insecurities start rearing their head. They don't trust you. They think you're fucking around with somebody. They don't want to let you in. It's a fucking headache. Who wants to deal with that? And I used to be that person, so it's no judgment. Y'all, the barricade around my heart was real. I had a whole motherfucking fortress and then some wasn't letting people in. But the whole time, screaming and yelling, I want love. I want real love. I want genuine love. (laughs) But I wouldn't let anybody get close enough to love me. And those that did try to pour into me and love me, I would reject them and push them away. Self-sabotage like a motherfucker. Right? So understand that is where the awareness comes in at. If you see that this person is still struggling, they healing and they going through whatever they're going through, and some people not even doing the healing work. But if you are aware of this, then it is your responsibility to make a wise decision for yourself and your love life. That's your responsibility. If you want to go in trying to play the savior, be captain, save a hole, right? Oh, I can heal their heart. I can open it up. Oh, I can unblock their heart chakra. I can get them to love me. Yeah, okay. If that person is not willing to change or in a place to where they even see the damage they're doing to themselves, then you are playing yourself and you're setting yourself up for heartache, right? Chaos will indeed ensue. Now, it doesn't mean that this person can't be a friend or wherever else you want to position them in your life. But there's an understanding that comes that, okay, this person cannot be my lover. So um, let me not even put us in this position. And this is when you got to have them conversations, right? Where you got to be real and honest, not only with yourself, but with that person, right? And it might hurt their feelings, depending on where they are in life or 
emotionally. They may take things personally, depending on where they are. But it's an understanding, like, hey, you know, I see that you still are working through some things. You still have some trust issues. You know, you still got your heart barricaded, and I can't get through. And I refuse to fight my way through your heart, through your security systems, right? I refuse to be your punching bags on the days that your insecurities are yelling at me and now you don't trust me and now I'm the villain when I haven't even done anything wrong. I refuse to be that, right? It's just pointing out those things. And you don't have to be rude about it. It's just being honest. Some people can't take honesty, I get that, right? And you could just let them know what it is and what it's not. Put all the cards on the table and say, hey, you know, I don't think we are compatible. I don't think this is the best fit. I don't think we should pursue being in a relationship, right? And that's okay. And you move on. And they're going to go on about their life. And it may be somebody that chooses to deal with them. And that person may indeed play a trigger in their life and, you know, get them to open up their heart. It may be a hard lesson that they have to learn. Right? And don't get me wrong, sometimes we indeed play the role of the trigger in somebody else's life. However, you still have to make wise decisions and be mindful of what you're subjecting yourselves to. Okay? Be mindful of that. Because you have to agree. It is an agreement that is made when you come together with somebody else, whether it's to have sex, whether it's to be friends, partners, business, whatever. You make an agreement. <laughs> it's not one-sided. And so it's, are you making the best decisions for yourself? Do you trust yourself to make those decisions? Because a lot of times when people are dealing with trust issues, they don't trust themselves. They don't trust the decisions they've made in the past because, you know, of how they turned out. And so now these future decisions, it's like, mm. But they project that trust issues within themselves to not trusting other people and so be mindful of that be the observer make those wise decisions have those quote-unquote hard conversations be able to move on and let go in the beginning when shit just ain't where it needs to be right and stop taking on people that are projects feeling like you gotta save them or help them because you don't have to you don't have to go through a battle of war. It don't have to be pain and struggle. All oh, my life I had to fight. <laughs> and hopes that they open up their heart. Because they, they're going to open up their heart when they're ready. Not when you want them to. And you can pour as much love as you want into a person. Right? And this is not to say don't love somebody. Because if you truly vibrate in the frequency of love, you love regardless. Right? You're going to exude that love regardless. However, you're not going to subject yourself to attempting to break open somebody's heart knowing that they're rejecting your love. That's when you kind of love from a distance. Like, hey, I see that you're rejecting my love and that's okay. Maybe you're not in a place to receive it. That's no hard feelings. No hard feelings. Right? And you move on. You move on. This meme, though, seeing this meme really gave me life when I saw it. It was just like instant. I was like, oh, I got to make a post about this. I just needed to release that. (laughs) 
And I hope y'all enjoy listening to me break it down. And wherever you are on your journey, I send you love. I send you love. Whether you receive it or not, it's on you. That's okay. I'm not worried about if you receive it. I did my part in sending it. I know that we're all on different paths. And I honor and respect that. No, it's never any just looking down upon anyone. Mm -mm, That's not the energy I vibe in. But I do like to play devil's advocate from time to time. I do like to mm, poke the bear, as they say, or throw out unpopular opinions, as they call it, right? Go against the grain a little bit, be that rebel. Get people to see a different perspective. And it doesn't mean that they have to agree with my perspective, but it's just presenting you with a different perspective, right? And it may indeed spark something within you. Who knows? Someone listening to this can be sparked into changing, into healing, you know? A seed may have been planted upon listening to this, and one day they water it. That's what matters. That's what matters. It's all love either way. So, how this ends. Love is beautiful. We all deserve to love and be loved on. That includes actually showing up for ourselves and loving us too. Just my thoughts and perspective. Much love, Cosmic. That is the end of my post on the Book of Faces. And I just, I really just wanted to share that with all my listeners out there. Wherever you're listening from. In this moment, place your hand upon your heart. For me, I'm using my right hand, but whatever hand resonates with you. And just take some deep breaths and breathe in and recenter yourself. Especially if this made your heart beat a little faster. If it made you side-eye what I was saying. If it um, evokes some emotions within you. (laughs) You know, it's okay. Bring yourself back to center. Soothe your nervous system. And know that I am not out to get you, nor am I against you. But if I have to play the villain in your story in this moment, if I have to be that mirror to show you yourself, I'm willing to be that. Because it's done out of love. And I'm grateful for all the people that have shown up in my life and placed that mirror in front of my face so that I could see myself. Right? I'm grateful for all the people that came around and triggered the fuck out of me. It led to my growth. It made me wiser. And my awareness level. <laughs> it definitely. It definitely has shifted. And I'm grateful for everything I've ever experienced. And I've been in places. I've heard people speak or share something on social media and I wasn't quite in a place to receive it but the seed was still planted and when I was able to receive it I watered that seed and it began to sprout and so in these wee hours of the early a.m. it's currently 5.40 a.m. where I am if this is a seed that you needed may you water it when the time is due I love y'all. As always, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for being here. I'm grateful for your presence. I'm grateful for your existence. I'm grateful for you vibing out with me. 
I am back, y'all. Welcome back. <laughs> Cosmic waters have returned. And I look forward to the future episodes because I have some, some guests I want to bring on here and dabble into some things that I think y'all will enjoy. So stay tuned. Right? Stay tuned. Oh, if you are on Clubhouse... So let me just throw this out there right quick. If you are on Clubhouse and you are a poet, I am hosting an event on 11-11 on Clubhouse and my club, Cosmic's Paradise. My name on Clubhouse is Cosmic Waters. And it's a poetry event. So this is going out to all poets. If you write and you want to come perform and share your poem that night, you have the opportunity to win $150 for first place and second place is $50. So you have the opportunity to come listen, you know, and vibe out. Or you have the opportunity to come on stage and share with us your beauty, your art, your creativity. Share with us you, your authentic expression. And potentially win. Put some money in your pocket or should I say in your cash app? <laughs> right? So... Just an understanding, you know, putting that out there, calling all poets. I've been in a place of really just not only inspiring creativity within myself, but in others. And it's been beautiful when you can come together with a bunch of creators, creatives, and just bounce that creative juice amongst each other. And I'm also going to begin doing a writer's boot camp, Awakening the Writer Within You we just come together and we write right there's a lot of people who experience writer's block or say i'm not a poet or i can't write i can't do this yes the fuck you can and so we're all coming together as inspiration to have each other's backs to cheer each other on and just express creativity however it shows up so that'll also be held um held <laughs> that'll also be held on clubhouse Friday nights, I do host my poetry rooms. Actually, I shifted them into being just um, cosmic ciphers, cultivating creatives. That's the name of my house on Clubhouse. And it's just to bring together all the creatives. I love poetry. I am a poet. And at first, that was my main, uh, you know avenue but then I was like no I want all the creatives because do y'all know the energy when the poets come together with the storytellers that come together with the singers that come together with the musicians and they they making beats and they playing the guitars and they hitting them high notes or those lower notes right and it's just a fucking buku of energy like oh my god it is inspiring as fuck it gives you chills I love that shit. I love it. And so that's the space that I'm cultivating on Clubhouse. So come check me out. Cosmic Waters. My club is Cosmic's Paradise. My house is called Cosmic Cypher, Cultivating Creatives. Come find me. Come kick it with me. Come vibe with us. I would love to have you. (laughs) I would love to experience your creativity. Mm, 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 mm. Also, y'all, right? I have created a series of dream journals that I am currently uploading to Amazon. 
It's a total of five right now. And uh, stay tuned. Within the next week or so, they will be available for purchase on Amazon. Okay. You know, journals for the, the dreamer soul. You know, just waking up and having somewhere to write down your dreams. You know, keeping them in a safe place where you can go back. And be like, okay, on this day I had this dream. On that day I had this dream. Ooh, okay, now I'm seeing how the puzzle pieces are coming together. Right? So I got some some dreamer journals coming out. And, you know, I already have my other journals available on Amazon currently. The Unapologetically Me. And also, She's Naturally Dope as Fuck. And I also have the Men's Journal, Know Thyself, which comes with 33 journaling prompts. And then, while we are here, I have my workbooks. So, you have the two gratitude workbooks, right? Forever Grateful and Grateful as a Fuck. <laughs> Forever Grateful was created for those who may not be fond of profanity on the cover. But they're still one and the same with the with the workbook. One is just dealing with sunflowers. The other one has the ohm symbol on it. And then you have the Loving Myself workbook, right? Just cultivating that foundation of self-love. And that dives into what loving yourself means for you. Right? So those are my workbooks. Those are my journals that are currently available. And that's an update on the journals that are coming out. And I have some more, y'all. I'm going to be creating these journals. Trust me. I'm going to have a journal for everybody. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. You can find me on Amazon under Cosmic Waters. And if you type in the title of the journal, they'll come up with my name. Or if you follow me on these social media streets, I have my link tree pretty much plugged in everywhere. You know, it's on Facebook, it's on IG. And you can click it and my link tree will definitely take you to those uh, links straight to Amazon. Okay, so I'm not going to hold y'all any longer. That is all I have. Those are my updates. I love y'all. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I will see y'all next week. Okay. Much love. Much gratitude. Life is as beautiful as you allow it to be. Self-love and perspective is key. Choose wisely, beautiful souls. Hmm. Take accountability. Ashe. Peace.